Stand Up For The Truth is sponsored by Lakeshore Communications Incorporated and made possible by your generous tax-deductible donations at StandUpForTheTruth.com slash donate. This is Stand Up For The Truth, educating, empowering, and connecting Christians to stand on God's word and truth. The man who won't stand up for his own principles is not really a man at all. Get involved by emailing comments at StandUpForTheTruth.com. You handle the truth. Now, David Fiorazzo. And up for the truth, David Fiorazzo with Crash Connell, and we've got a lot to talk about today, including the conversion of Kanye West. It's hotly debated. Is it breaking news? Well, I think it is when so many outlets, news outlets, both Christian and secular, are talking about it. And should we judge his fruit? Well, if you're a new Christian, how much fruit did you have when you were first saved? So we're going to talk about all these things. And uh, first of all, let's open in prayer. Father, thank you for another chance to talk about things that matter in terms of eternity. We pray in Jesus' name that you would lead us by your Holy Spirit. We thank you for giving us everything for life and for godliness. We thank you for guiding us into all truth. And we pray as we talk about these issues, Lord, Lord, that we would do it with with your heart and that you would do it, uh, that we would do it with humility, but also uh, with uh, boldness and help us to never back down from what we discern as a biblical issue, biblical truth. And we lift this up to you and pray that you'd speak through us, encourage those hearts of the people that are listening and just strengthen their faith today. And may your will be done in us one day at a time on earth as it is in heaven. We give you all the glory and may Jesus be exalted in your name. Amen. All right. Got a couple of scriptures to read on judging the fruit of believers. Uh Oh, not unbelievers. Anyway, first, though, I wasn't here uh, yesterday and the statement came out officially. I just want to say um, thank you to Mike LeMay, the host of Stand Up For The Truth for nine years And we just want to read the statement that the board of directors came out with yesterday. And as you know, Mike has been on a medical leave for over six weeks, I think. But it says, after 17 years of faithful service to WORQ Radio and Stand Up for the Truth, it is with sadness that Lakeshore Communications announces the retirement of General Manager Mike LeMay and his wife, Nancy. They have retired for health reasons, and their dedication to the ministry will be deeply missed. Both Mike and Nancy influenced countless lives in their time at Q90FM. That positive impact on the ministry, it's still, I'm sorry, its listeners and supporters will always be appreciated. They were never too busy to take the time to talk and pray with listeners who stopped by or called when they needed encouragement from God's word. Mike and Nancy are grateful for the many friends they made as they served in the ministry. The Q90FM Board of Directors extends them our deepest thanks and pray they will enjoy their retirement years serving God at his leading. We are thankful for what God accomplished at Q90FM over the past 17 years. And there's the official statement. Um, the reason why we haven't been talking about the Mike and you know his medical condition for the last six weeks he made the announcement before he took time off. Uh, we mentioned it a couple times, but it would be kind of redundant to come on every other day and say, oh, well, Mike's still on medical leave. So I hope you understand that because we've been getting some emails and some phone calls from listeners. Hey, uh, what's going on with Mike? So now you know some people that never heard any of those announcements are going, my goodness, this is a shock. And that's because you haven't heard any of the announcements. So we're moving on. But I learned a lot from Mike. Uh, we had very different styles um, he had knowledge about so many different issues and could talk about anything at the drop of a hat. For me, uh, being his co-host, I was more of an, an um, um, a slower processor, more of a, I guess, a internal processor. Before I would say something, I need to think about it and process it. That's just the way we uh, worked and uh, different styles and the way we communicate. So. We are praying for the direction of Stand Up For The Truth. Ask, we're asking you for your prayers for not only us, uh, myself, uh, Crash, the board of directors here. Uh, please pray that God will lead and his will be done, and we will have something that will encourage people and continue to strengthen them in their faith and, uh, and uh, that this discernment ministry will continue to, to uh, flourish. So uh, may God's will be done. Now, back to Kanye West. Oh, wait a minute. I lied. <laughs> we got an email. Um, 
yesterday from a listener uh, at Speak Up. Now, let me just talk about this. Uh, Monday, we did a show about socialism, what it is, what it is not. Talked a little bit about social justice, but really talked about, um, I don't know how it came up, but we, we mentioned the rich young ruler because we were saying uh, Jesus didn't tell the world to sell all their goods and give to the poor. All right, that was a, a paraphrase of a statement uh, I made on Monday when we were talking about socialism, the church, the United States. And so it's true. Jesus did not tell the whole world to do that. He did say it to one man. But a lot of people have an issue with money, we pointed out, where the heart is concerned. If you are one of those many people, then may you be challenged to sell some of your goods or give away some of your goods or, or help the poor, or give to the poor, because that's what Jesus taught. That's what Paul taught. So I hope you understand the point in context. Now, someone texted us or emailed this statement. It says, when Jesus spoke to the rich young ruler, the point was to show we can do nothing to earn salvation. And I would agree with that. He did make that point. I agree, but that's not all. Um, then he continued, no gift is ever big enough. Acts 2 and 4 is a model for a local expression of church. We are to care for one another in need within our church. Be careful to say Jesus only said it to one man. Therefore, it is not applicable to the rest of us. He also told only one man he needed to be born again. Wink. Okay, um, I thought that little that last comment was a little snarky. Uh, there are a lot of statements that Jesus made specifically to one person or his disciples that uh, do not specifically apply to Christians or believers today, but many in principle apply. The universal offer of salvation, of course, applies to the world. Okay, so Crash, I want to get your thought on that email, and then we're gonna ju- we're gonna read in context what uh, we were talking about from Matthew 19. What's your your initial thought when you got this email? He, the gentleman who uh, tech, who emailed us, didn't obviously hear everything that we were talking about. But uh, did anything stand out to you from well, that? Well, my initial thought is the operations guy and co-host is uh, David said it. Good point. I'll forward it to David, and uh, and and we're addressing it now. Okay. But yeah, it's it's always uh, the problems with discernment are the contextual um interpretations and if sometimes if people now let's just say contextually if somebody just tuned in they still don't know what happened to mike oh yeah good point okay exactly so they you still have to don't be listening know the whole and, hour yeah and so we're going to get some emails like okay what's going on i haven't heard anything or they're not they're not listening on facebook and right. so uh, this guy i'm going to assume that he is reminding us and we're we should remind everybody that we have to explain in context. And sometimes we do throw things away, you know, because yeah, yeah. we have so much to cover. Yes. And uh, and I've said some things and people have sent, said that was a throwaway. You know, you, why didn't you expand on that? I'm going, I was just trying to make a brief point or a response. But, yes, when I said that, of course, I'm assuming the listeners that are listening are fairly mature Christians and they yes. got what I was yes. talking about. Yes. But yes, if a new believer is going, I'm trying to find that Kanye West song everybody's talking about, and they stop and they hear you say that out of context, yep. you just gave a bad theology. No, we didn't, but you heard a bad theology. Okay, um, I, I'm thankful for whenever you hear something you, th- you or something you thought you heard us say, Please let us know if you don't think it's biblical or if you think it's out of context. I want to know. I am open to correction. And I will admit, if I made a mistake, if I thought, well, that's, that's really not what I meant, but I said that, so I apologize. I would definitely, just definitely say, um, okay, that's not what I meant. Let me clarify. Now, let's go to Matthew chapter 19, starting verse 16. The context, real quick. And then we're going to get into Conway West, Con, Kanye West, I promise, is going to take the whole rest of the show. Now, behold, one came to him and said, Good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? So he said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, and that is God. But if you want to enter life into life, keep the commandments. He said to him, Which ones? Jesus said, You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All these I have kept from my youth. What do I still lack? 
Jesus said, If you want to be perfect, go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Assuredly, I say to you, that it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. There you go in context. So he was talking to one man, but of course the universal invitation for salvation is for whosoever will believe and trust in Jesus, in the name of Jesus. So it's interesting. This is a nice little segue here, Crash. Um, it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Kanye West is pretty rich. Mm, yeah, he's, he not, is he's not hurting. darn rich. I think... Uh, he can, I, he, he can afford an extra latte. He has a it. prescription windshield. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's read a couple scriptures regarding to salvation and regarding to judging. Let's start with the judging scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4 and 5. For I know of nothing against myself, yet I am not justified by this, but he who judges me is the Lord. Therefore, judge nothing before the time, until the Lord comes, who will bring both to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the hearts, then each one's praise will come from God. First Corinthians five, eleven through thirteen, I wrote you in my epistle not to keep company with sexually immoral people. Yet I certainly did not mean with the sexually immoral people of this world or the covetous extortioners, idolaters. Since then, you would need to go out of the world. In other words, you, you'd have to leave this earth to get away from sinners. <laughs> but now I've written to you not to keep company with anyone named a brother who is sexually immoral or covetous, or an idolater, or a reviler, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, not even to eat with such a person. Verse 12, For what have I to do with judging those also who are outside the church? Do you not judge those who are inside? But those who are outside, God judges. So that's the Apostle Paul. There's instruction in Scripture to judge. What does judge mean? Discern, evaluate, um, to make assessments. We are to be fruit inspectors, in a way, those who are spiritually mature, of those who profess to be Christian. Kanye West has been a Christian for a short amount of time. Is he bearing some fruit already? Yes. Praise God from what I read, mm-hmm. from what I hear. Will he bear more? God willing, Yes. But is it too soon to make an overall judgment? Absolutely, it's too soon because it's it's been a short time. I want to read a statement from um, Tony Palacio of Good Fight Ministries. He works with Joe Schimmel. He said, Christ has overcome the world, right? And if Kanye is truly in Christ, time will tell, then he should be able to overcome the flesh with its worldly desires and lusts as he abides in Christ. Many have brought up concerns about his prior music not considering that the record label has control over that. There could be liability issues should Kanye tell people not to buy or listen to his prior music. What he does with the money he earns from it is altogether another story. It doesn't help that his case, his case that he is selling, quote, Jesus clothing for ridiculous price tags. It may be difficult for him to overcome the prosperity he's used to, possibly getting caught up in the prosperity gospel crowd. Pause on this this quote. There's something we need to pray for him. Lord God, protect Kanye West, assuming he is sincere and a true convert, from that that deceptive, seductive prosperity gospel and that crowd. He was invited to Joel Osteen's church. I don't remember if it was Osteen himself. Someone invited him there. If he goes and gets a chance to speak, he's going to share the gospel, maybe the gospel that people haven't heard in a while. But be be ready. He's going to... Rub elbows with uh, T.D. Jakes and and uh, Oprah and Joel Osteen and Tyler Perry and all you know some of the elites and many of them are liberal elites. So be careful about that, Kanye. Back to the quote: Repentance might also be a challenge, or possibly a longer process, since he has pride and arrogance issues, as many of us have struggled with in our lives. We are taking we meaning Good Fight Ministries are taking a wait and see approach. It took Paul a long time to gain the acceptance acceptance of others, right? 
Good point. Eight years, yeah. Good, yeah, good point. And understandably, he was killing and imprisoning Christians, the Apostle Paul, of course. No one trusted him. In a similar sense, Kanye has blasphemed Christ, claimed to be God, has done Satan's bidding, dragging millions of fans into the darkness. I know that doesn't directly answer the question, but I hope this helps. So that was a good statement. Now let's go to something kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum before we play a clip from a respected pastor. Um, this one was uh, tweeted by uh, Roma Downey, and uh, you can say what you will about her and some good that she's done. But of course, smiling. Her, her doctrine, <laughs> yes. Um, she's got that Roman Catholic ba- mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. and slant, but she's doing some things for the kingdom that uh, now you can debate on the the doctrinal or the, the uh, theological accuracy of some of her productions and her movies. But here's what she said, quote, Kanye West can help spread the word of Christ to those who need him. Kanye has millions of people typing the words, Jesus is king, into Google or search engines. Think about that for a moment. She said millions of believers and unbelievers alike are typing, Jesus is king. That's incredible, and to God be the glory. What do you think about Roma Downey's point there? I think that's an excellent point. If you would have said, let me read a quote, I would have said, that's awesome. There you go. Yeah. Now, You can say, I'm going to quote a pastor just recently said, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you go, yeah, that's scripture. I'm going, yeah, that was Joel Steen who said that. And it's almost like, let's, let's keep in this whole context is what she just said is yep. awesome. Yep. Yep. Right. And he, and, and that, you know, think about this, guys. We didn't have this capacity a hundred years ago. We didn't have the Internet where people can search something online where this portal of information is there, ready for the taking, and now people are searching, what does it mean to be a Christian? Is Kanye a Christian? Jesus is King, the name of his album. Um, we have a couple minutes. Let's play a clip from Pastor Jack Hibbs. And this, he recently said this is part of a sermon. We're just going to play about a minute of his clip. Here are his thoughts on Kanye West. Look, all of us right now, whew, All of us right now are watching a man live out his history, and it's very, very new. It's very fresh. I'm talking about Kanye West. Kanye West is claiming, he's professing that he's become a Christian. The sad thing is, is the the apparent response of the Christian church in America judging him as hard as they are. It's disgusting. If you would have been judged that hard as a new believer, you probably never would have come back to church. It's the church that's condemning him. I say, do you see my fingers, air quotes, church? A real believer would understand, whoa, there go I, but for the grace of God. I tell you what, right now, you know who would be hanging out with him right now, writing good Christian songs and talking about their history? Good job, David. (laughs) Good job, David. David, yeah, but Kanye West, he did this, he did that, he said this, he sang about the other, he did, look, I don't know anything about his songs, I don't know anything about him, except I read the lyrics to his new album. Just the lyrics alone are biblically excellent and awesome. But who knows if he means them exactly? How do you, how do we know you mean it? But the Christian community needs to pray for him and cheer him on and encourage him. Why? Because his story is no different than my story than your story. And that was Pastor Jack Hibbs. Uh, of course, we uh, play Pastor Jack on our noon hour power lunch on Q90 FM, 12 noon central time. Um, I love his preaching and what I think that was pretty uh, a, a balanced assessment. Now, we posted something at Standard for the Truth Facebook this morning. Is it true? Kanye West is a Christian. Is it authentic? Is, a, is it a publicity stunt? It's t- is it too soon to, s- to tell? Um, just some comments. I want to just touch on a few of them. Someone said only a celebrity-driven society would be concerned. Interesting. We tend to look at celebrities and what they say and put them up on a pedestal pretty quick, so we have to be cautious about that. One says, I think it's not our place to judge until he starts teaching a different gospel. Someone else said uh, that was Jennifer. Um, I read Craig's comment and said, is this not up to Kanye and God? Surely it is prudent to teach for discernment. Just a humble note. Zach said, sure it is, sure is too soon to tell for many will come saying, Lord, Lord, 
Um, Jan- Jeanette says, we are, we are, as Christians, not here to judge. He is proclaiming the name of Jesus. God is using him to reach people that otherwise would not care to hear the gospel. We should pray for him. Amen, Jeanette. Travis said, what happened to welcoming professing believers into the church? And only if they then turn their back on faith does anyone evoke church discipline. Well, Travis, good point, but we are not evoking church discipline. Yes, there are some uh, Christians that are judging him before you know they even know the man's heart or see his fruit. So I agree with you there. And uh, one quoted, Joe said, uh, Romans 14.4. We'll look that up later. But the first comment on there uh, is very interesting. Uh, Janet said, really? This is how they headlined the article? How about the writer put their own beliefs up there for scrutiny? Uh, surely they would have to produce evidence of their own Christianity for all to see. So anyway, um, that's at our Standard for the Truth Facebook page. There's a picture of Kanye raising his hands with the word conversion. We'd love to get your thoughts on it. When we come back, a lot of stories, a lot of headlines, and more debates on the Christianity of celebrities such as Kanye West. If you want more info on the topics of today's show, then visit StandUpForTheTruth.com. Now, back to David Fiorazzo. Just received a text from Scotty. Thank you, brother. He said, I think Paul would probably be hanging out with Kanye, <laughs> the Apostle Paul. Uh, no doubt, Scotty. Uh, let's go to the first article we want to touch on today. Uh, Kanye West has been studying the Bible with this pastor who preached the gospel at a Sunday service. And it says, it appears Kanye West is being actively discipled by a Bible-believing California pastor. And um, evidently, uh, let's see, his name is Adam Tyson, and he's been meeting with Kanye weekly to study the Bible. I want to read what Pastor Tyson has said. Okay, now, you're, get this, guys. This is this both exciting, but we proceed with cautious optimism, all right? For any new Christian, as they are learning the ropes, as they're being disciples, they're trying to, to move on in their maturity in Christ. But Pastor Tyson said this, quote, I spent about three hours just going through the gospel at first, making sure he understood clearly about the atonement of Jesus Christ, that God is holy, that we are sinners, that Christ came to die in the place of sinners, that by repenting and believing in him, we can have eternal life. And West was like, hey man, I told you I've been radically saved. I believe that message and I want to get that message out to the world. End quote. So it's... Fascinating. It's amazing to see how God is using this one-time idolatrous, self-worshipping rapper to spread his message of salvation far and wide. Continue to pray for Kanye and his family. Um, boy, he is quite unequally yoked with Kim Kardashian West. And, of course, that sounds like a very judgmental statement on her. She needs to know the Lord. She needs to come to her own conversion. Hopefully she will. Some of you might say, oh, well, I heard she was baptized in Armenia last month or a couple of months ago. She's saved. Uh, okay, we'll get into that for another time. But we talked about that, I think, a few weeks ago. Uh, just going over and doing a symbolic baptism does not mean you are a converted Christian. So continue to pray for Kanye West. He's got an uphill battle even with his own within his own family. But read the parable of the soils in Luke chapter 8, 4 through 15, and remind yourself of the outcomes of new conversions that, you know, the, the word, the seed, the sower sows the word, and it falls on different, different types of soil, and our hearts are different types of soil uh, being prepared. Some of them are not prepared for the word of God. But learn from his zeal. Remember when we were new believers? Learn from his zeal. When I was a new Christian for the first couple of years, I think I was maybe more vocal about it than I am today. Maybe, maybe not. But, and there was, there's, there's a time where you kind of, uh, everything tapers off a little bit in your faith. Not that you get comfortable, but you aren't as excited because it's such good news. It's such an amazing thing to realize that first. But, um, remember how God used you maybe in your early days of conversion and remember that he can use one person. And this person happens to be a celebrity in Kanye West that he's using. So praise God. Um, in a recent article from just two days ago, thousands apparently gave their lives to Christ at Kanye West's, um, what they call Sunday service in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It was a last minute announcement. Thousands of people gathered to worship and, um, 
was invited. I don't know who invited him, but he's got a song on his Jesus King called um, Closed on Sunday. And it's about Chick-fil-A. Just I just ate there yesterday in Appleton. And it says, you are my Chick-fil-A. Uh, anyway, here's a quote from this article. <clears throat> and this was at uh, CBN News. If you've ever doubted the legitimacy or spiritual impact of this Sunday service project, simply look at this incredible shot during the altar call, sharing a photo that showcased a large crowd with their hands in the air. And I turned the page. Wow. And I had to say, is that really an altar call? Or are, <laughs> the, are these, what, what are these people doing? Are they worshiping? Are, what are they doing? There's a lot of people are raising their hands. Some people are raising both hands. And the person who shared this says, yes, I said altar call. Tonight, worship was lifted. This was at a Kanye West event now. Worship was lifted. The name of Christ was exalted. The word of God was preached. A multitude prayed together. The gospel was clearly proclaimed, and an opportunity to respond was given. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that looks like an outside church service. Yeah, or a second chapter of Acts. Yep. So 3,000 were saved that day. Yep. Um, guys, say what you want, think what you want. But uh, this person that posted this picture was, that was at the event said this, Trust me when I tell you the spirit of the living God was indeed present. I danced, I wept, stood in awe of God's redemptive work, and can honestly say that tonight I witnessed a new wave of revival firsthand. And then with the hashtag, Jesus is King. This is fascinating, guys. We're, we're not going to hear the end of this anytime soon. That's why we're uh, dedicating this program to how we discern new converts, new believers, how important is discipleship, a pastor, mentoring. So we'll talk more about this um, in just a minute. Um, did you have something you wanted to add to that? I just want to know, uh, you are really invested in this, and um, all I could post about it when I first heard about it is, I'm still amazed that he saved me. I mean, that really was just my first thought because mm. I just don't know what a Kanye West is. I if he walked into the studio now, I know what he looks like. But if if he would have walked inside, I just gave my life to Christ, I I would have known who he was because I just don't know who he is. Yeah. So, fear and trembling. Every day I have to pursue my own yeah. salvation with fear and trembling. So yeah, that's I, I maybe I'm being selfish here, but I just and I've had some people reach out by email, and some people you know. You're not going to play Kanye West yet, are you? Uh, oh, my goodness. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. funny. Uh, you know, on That's Q90, funny. and I'm going, I, I haven't had time to even look into this. Yeah. Um, well, here's another good thing, and we might call this fruit. Uh, ministry has offered, the American Bible Society offers free Bibles to Kanye fans after the new album caused the name Jesus to trend on Google. So Kanye released his latest album, Jesus is King, and evidently the word, the name Jesus, and a lot of searches, we already know that. Uh, Kanye West's album has had an immediate effect on the current news cycle, of course. That's why we're discussing it today. Um, Jesus is King was a trending Internet search last week with over one million queries on Google alone. Kanye West, his name, was the number one trending topic on Google the day he released his album. So the the skeptic in some of you might want to say, boy, this is, this is a bad publicity stunt because it's going to come back and burn him. It doesn't seem to me from what I'm reading and some reputable sources that this is for publicity. I hope I'm wrong. What about the scripture? No, my, I hope I'm right. I hope they're wrong. Sorry, I, I corrected myself. The scripture that is often popped in my mind on this is when, uh, and I was actually studying this last night, where Paul is talking to Tim Timothy and he was admonishing him, I believe it's also in Titus, about uh, be careful not to let new believers teach. Well, now that doesn't mean you can't share the gospel. So he's right now he's proclaiming the gospel, Kanye West is very boldly, but as far as teaching... And, I and, see the and and like the pastor uh, that met with him told him the gospel. And he goes, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> the truth is God can change people. And he gives us a new heart. 
You know, it happens. And he's still working on me. He's still working on you. He's working on it all happens. of us. I mean, yeah. this is Bible. I mean, yes or no? Can our God do this? Will he do this? Is he doing this? Of course. So let's jump to the next article from Breakpoint. Uh, John Stone Street had some excellent thoughts on um, um, what to make of celebrity conversions. And her, he started out by mentioning three people that are commenting on it. One says, after everything that guy has said and all the selfish, power-hungry things he's done, you expect me to believe he's a Christian? Another comment. Seems awfully convenient for him to, call, to, to claim to find religion now. He'll, he still needs to answer for his past. Whew. Imagine if we had to pay for all of our past sins. Number three, third comment, plus his political history makes it hard to believe this religious conversion is authentic. It's probably just another ploy of an egomaniac. So there's someone that thinks because he went to the White House and put on a MAGA hat that he can't possibly be a Christian. I think that's so disingenuous and naive to say that. But John Stone Street says uh, celebrity conversions are not easy to navigate. Uh, maybe it's because part of his notoriety is due to a string of publicity stunts. Is it really that hard to believe that this is just this is just an, another one? Um, first, he said, we should be hopeful. No one, no one is beyond the reach of the gospel. Any of us concerned about lost friends or family members pray like we believe that's true. And here's why we have this hope. I believe Christ can save Kanye West for the same reason I believe Christ can save me. Mm -hmm. Like you just said. Second, we should be grateful. Paul wrote, even if Christ is being proclaimed by someone of whom we are skeptical, guess what? Christ is still being proclaimed. And in this case, it's being proclaimed across popular culture in the way that we have not seen in our lifetime. The message of Christ carries its own inherent strength and is not dependent, thank God, on the strength or stability of the messenger. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. But that scripture, that's, that scripture is used out of context when they're using that to defend the Hillsongs and the Bethels and the Jesus cultures and stuff like that. That one's being used out of context. Huh. He said they were making fun of me. Listen. They were making fun of him. Who's him? Paul, because he was in chains. They're mocking him. This is your Christianity. He says, who cares? They're talking about Christianity. Yep. And so I, um, I, I had to do some work on that because yeah. I had when, when, uh, uh, we were, because let me just say this. There's some Christian artists who've got some bad theology. There's even some Christian Good artists point. that are not Christians. Good point. And, and I have to step in and say, Yes, because we've had to pull, not yes. we, but the ministry Ministry has had to pull some songs from Christian artists out of Nash Vegas. They may be on a Christian label, but we've heard about their beliefs. They said what they believed about marriage or abortion or whatever it might be, and they their lyrics might be so-so, but we just said, all right, because they've now made their beliefs, doctrinal beliefs, public, we cannot play this artist because we're wondering why they're on a Christian label. And so uh, they are using, and this this is in the back of my mind. I'll say it out loud. <laughs> there are some people that start in Christian music because it's an easy genre to go to, and yeah. then they they move over to secular. And I'm not going to judge the motives, but there are some uh, people out there that have done that. And I've I remember back in the '80s some celebrity Christians that just went south. And uh, I don't know the actor's name, but look up the guy that played the son on Sanford and Son Lamont. Yeah. Um, it was one of those that was making the uh, the uh, prosperity word of faith church circuit for a while there, and never heard from him again. Mm. That's just one of them. <clears throat> so I just want to throw that out there. on that scripture. I, I I get triggered yeah. when they're using that. Is uh, Paul said? No, it doesn't matter if they're saved or not saved, as long as Christ is being proclaimed. Yeah. We're going like, no, no. They were making fun of Paul. You know, that's your Christianity. You're in jail. And Paul's going like, I don't care if they mock me. Eh, she, you know, Christ is being proclaimed. The third point John Stone Street makes, he says, we should be wise. As Christians, we look back on our own. We just need to look back on our own conversion and our maturity, our growth in the past. And we should not expect too much too soon. This is where we're, we're 
probably going to see some mistakes. And because he's a celebrity in the public eye, those mistakes might be very public. But be careful. Be careful what you say about this man's faith. Um, This foolish embrace. Here's a great quote that John Stone Street said. This foolish embrace of our cultural tendency towards celebrity worship has infected the church in so many ways, as evidenced by a generation of musicians and leaders in the church seeking to be famous and have a platform instead of being discipled and educated and obedient. End quote. That's John Stone Street. So expect life change. Expect change of habits. And there are early and encouraging indications of changes in this worldview, as we've read so far, everything I've read and we've talked about mostly about Kanye West is very encouraging. So our prayer should be that these early indications it will be what it turns out to be a powerful lifelong witness to the power of the gospel. What does it say in Romans 1? The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Now, a warning from Patricia Heaton. She's an actress. Uh, she's been very outspoken on the pro-life front so thank god for people like patricia heaton um she's an outspoken uh, outspoken catholic and she's strong in the pro-life movement like i said she's warning kanye west about the difficulties that come with being a believer in hollywood or in the entertainment industry she said this is patricia heaton quote it's very hard i think when someone of this stature in the industry i think when someone of his stature in the industry and someone who has his amount of fame makes that kind of proclamation people then really watch and scrutinize everything he does to catch him falling down she went on to say that she hopes the 42 year old rapper is able to withstand the intense criticism he will have to endure and there are those um, who want to see him fail at christianity and uh, one more thing she ended up uh, by saying, you know what, I want to encourage him. So note to Kanye, and she offered five things Christians should keep in mind. And this is more for us than it is for Kanye. But uh, she said, um, regarding celebrities who recently converted to the faith or a new Christian, she said, maturity isn't going to happen overnight. And I agree, absolutely. We shouldn't expect perfection just because they're famous. To God, their fame means nothing. We need to make room, as we do for any new believer, for mistakes. Make room for mistakes. And we should always extend grace and trust the Holy Spirit to guide them. So there's no doubt the path ahead will be difficult, but success is possible, as long as Kanye West is not relying on his own strength and uh He's going to need a lot of encouragers, a lot of strong Christians around him instead of yes-men, because usually famous people have a lot of yes-men around them. They've built that into their kind of protection. But as long as he's into the Scriptures, immersing himself in the Word of God, continuing to seek discipleship, um, he's going to be in good hands. But anyway, so some celebrities weighing in, some others weigh in. Uh, We've got a very interesting article from Emil Zwayne at Living Waters. And we'll talk about why he's judging Kanye when we come back. If you want more info on the topics of today's show, then visit StandUpForTheTruth.com. Now, back to David Fiorazzo. Another headline from a couple days ago, some 2,000 made decisions for Christ at uh, one of Kanye's events for his release, Jesus is King. This uh, update, now this is from Breaking Christian News. We went to see his first concert post-album, which is, which was at the Forum in Los Angeles. What we got was a hybrid of a gospel choir concert and a Billy Graham type of outreach. Now, again, when it says 2,000 made decisions for Christ, we don't know where every one of those people are coming from. We don't know if they were authentic. We don't know if they were sincere. We don't know if they were just caught up in the emotion of the moment. But could we say that about any crusade, about any gospel outreach, about any altar call? You know what I mean? We can say that about any of these things because we don't know people's hearts. That's between them and God. But if they purposely came forward just to 
to really want to know more about this Jesus, then praise God. If they, if their friends encourage them, they don't, didn't really mean it. Well, you know, that'll play out in the end too. The headline is thousands respond to this invitation. Now, again, we mentioned the conflict about Kanye West being unequally yoked now with uh, Kim Kardashian West. I want to point out, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, the influence, the power of influence is, is something we need to keep in mind here because these people are known worldwide. They've got millions and millions of followers. The Kardashian family, um, if you just look at the past, they kind of were one of the... Um, what, what do you call it, reality television shows that kind of kicked that thing into high gear, all the reality, reality TV out there. The Kardashian family's lust for attention and self-worship, um, sex, um, money, it's further polluted the soul of our nation. It continues to, and much of today's entertainment openly promotes sin. So it's no surprise that American culture is kind of gone into the gutter, but as, as Christians, we don't have to consume it, speaking of these reality television shows. But for the record, um, Kim Kardashian West, Kanye West, and Bruce Caitlyn Jenner were named among Time Magazine's 30 most influential people on the Internet just a few years ago. So we are talking influence here, um, and thanks in part to them, some awful head-scratching reality in quotes, TV, has succeeded at taking advantage of a dumbed-down and bored generation. So um, let's go to this article now. We've got one we really wanted to touch on today. This is from Emil Zwayne at Living Waters. He's the president of Living Waters. Why I'm judging Kanye. He says, is Kanye West really a Christian? I can't help but wonder how many people ask that question. After all, God should be the only one to judge. Right? And we talked about that, the difference in judging an unbeliever who needs Christ, who needs the gospel, who needs to be saved, and the difference in judging someone in the church professing to be a Christian. He said, it's interesting to note how many people may have been judgmental toward those who they claim have been judgmental toward Kanye West. It's interesting, huh? Isn't he just like everyone else? He's an image bearer of God, created in his image. He also bears a sinful nature like you and I. Therefore, he's in need of redemption and reconciliation. But how many men do you know who have produced a record or recorded a mega hit song in which they called themselves God, small g, took upon themselves the name Jesus with a capital Y, and said they are a close high compared to the most high. That's blasphemy. And that was in his past, evidently. And then uh, Emil goes on to write, when the Apostle Paul preached the gospel on the day of Pentecost, God's word says, then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. That's Acts 2.41. Notice there was no mention of questioning the genuineness of this massive crowd's conversion. In fact, their profession of faith seemed so genuine, all 3,000 of them were baptized on the very same day. Well, another article mentioned this, based on Jesus' unforgettable parable of the sower in Matthew 13, Mark 4, Luke 8. It's likely that there were definitely some false converts in the mix. If you study in context the parable of the sower, Um, stony ground. Thorny ground, good soil. Let's not forget that after many of Christ's followers heard him uh, say things that that didn't sit right with them in John chapter 6, it tells us that from that time on, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. So people that were walking with Jesus in his ministry for a couple years, they left him when some of the harder teachings were expounded on by the Lord Jesus. So all of those who responded to Peter's call, let's jump ahead now to Peter's ministry, his call to faith and repentance, they were they were gladly and immediately welcomed into the community of saints. Um, Acts 9.26. Remember when Saul came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were afraid of him because of his reputation. They didn't believe he was a disciple. Can we blame the, those early disciples for being skeptical of 
the genuineness of Saul's conversion? Of course not. So, let's see. Um, indeed, I myself thought I must do things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. This is the Apostle Paul writing in Acts chapter 26. So, keep in mind uh, these scriptures and just remember to keep everything in perspective when you're talking about a new believer's conversion, faith, maturity. We are all in the process of sanctification. So, let me go back uh, to this article now. Emil Zwain from Living Waters quotes Acts chapter 9, um, which is interesting. Verse 27 says, But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, Mm -hmm. and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. Interesting. Kanye West Mm -hmm. is, right as of now, speaking boldly in the name of Jesus. And sharing the gospel. And it goes back to Acts chapter 9.29. He spoke boldly in the name of Jesus, and he disputed against those who came against him. Now, moving on to Galatians 1, 21 through 24, it says, Paul wrote, I was unknown by face to the churches of Judea which were in Christ, but they were hearing only, he who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith he once tried to destroy. What was their reaction to that? And they glorified God in me. Galatians 1, 21 through 24. So they not only gladly acknowledged Paul as a brother in those churches, but they even glorified God over his conversion to Christ. So that's where we have to keep our skepticism in check. Um, Yes, it is right for Christians to judge others who are claiming to be Christian. There's a pastor named Sam Storms who wisely pointed out, quote, in the same chapter where Jesus said not to judge, he also said not to give what's holy to dogs or pearls to pigs and to be aware or beware of false prophets. It would be impossible to obey these instructions without making explicit judgments. Jesus is prohibiting the sort of judgmental criticism that is self-righteous, hypocritical, and destructive, when he was writing to the Corinthian church, he exhorted them, as we read at the top of this program, this this broadcast today, um, he exhorted them to not keep company with so-called brothers. In other words, professing Christians who are um, living in sin or outwardly they're not living according to the lifestyle in, in the Bible. So, and the whole, the debate is, do you not judge those who are inside the church? Not outside. So those scriptures again. Didn't it say don't even eat with them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was very detailed. That's 1 Corinthians um, 5, 11 through 13. And we'll put that in the podcast post today as well. Um, where did we leave off here? Oh, okay. Ooh. Turn the page. Um, we're, we're reading this article. Again, we'll post this at Center for the Truth on the Facebook page and in today's podcast post from Emil Zwain. President of Living Waters, why I'm judging Kanye. So this means if we see a habit of of sin in a professing believer's life, we are to make an objective judgment regarding their stand within the body of Christ. Titus 1.16 said that some profess to know God, but in works they deny him. So there's the point on what to evaluate. If they're saying one thing and by their actions they're doing another or their behaviors, that's what we are to discern. And it's pretty clear. Um, and again, we know only God knows Kanye West's heart, but we will see some of the fruit and we may even see some mistakes. So let that just be a caution to us. Well, um, so far, have you heard of any questionable theology? Uh, Lauren Daigle, for instance, Everything was fine for years. Is homosexuality a sin? And then that came out. And so now Christians go from, go, go to yellow alert. And that's caused some controversy in its time. And just, just by that one interview. So I have not heard him say anything questionable yet. I mean, uh, what you're posting with Living Waters, there's, there's a lot of people, because when I posted Living Waters on my Facebook page, they just they think that uh, 
uh, Ray Comfort and those people are just haters, and and those are, are condemnation. And because uh, the Living Waters is big into exposing false converts. All right, we got to finish up this article real quick. Um, I love Living Waters. I appreciate the, I appreciate their hearts for the gospel and evangelism. Uh, methods can be debated. Um, but I do want to share this one thing. He said, it's perfectly understandable why some would struggle to accept Kanye West as a brother. However, I'm happy to say that Kanye seems to have found his Barnabas in Pastor Adam Tyson. Quote, we were, now this is from Living Waters. We were first introduced to Pastor Tyson at one of Con- Kanye's roving Sunday service events when he was invited to preach the gospel to a crowd of thousands. After being delightfully impressed and refreshed by Pastor Adam's Christ-centered gospel-focused message, we were overjoyed to discover that he trained at one of the finest seminaries in the world, and he pastors a very solid and biblically sound church. He has testified to seeing the fruit of genuine repentance in the life of Kanye West. So I was very encouraged to read that. So we've got it from a reputable ministry. We've got it from a pastor's mouth. Now the question is, will this last six Six days, six weeks, six months, a year, six years. We don't know. Okay, we don't know. But Emil Zwayne said this, Kanye's convincing professional faith and declaration of repentance, along with the apparent fruit of repentance that has been publicly visible through his actions, makes me delighted to embrace him as my brother in Christ. End quote. So just a word of caution. Pray for him. He's going to have to. He's going to be challenged with the love of money, and most most wealthy people do when they come to Christ. There's going to be some lifestyle changes, some hard decisions he will be making. But God bless him. Apparently, uh, sharing the gospel and reaching people, more people are coming to at least be curious about the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll keep you updated as we hear news stories on this because we spent so much time talking about it today. But when we come back, we'll tell you about tomorrow's show and wrap up today. We're getting ready to wrap up today's show. Stand Up For The Truth is sponsored by Lakeshore Communications Incorporated and made possible by your generous tax-deductible donations at StandUpForTheTruth.com slash donate. Now, here's David Fiorazzo. We will place all of these articles, the links to them, in today's podcast post, and we will share a few of them on the Facebook page at Stand Up For The Truth. It's uh, Facebook slash Stand Up WI. Facebook.com slash Stand Up WI if you want to search that out if you're not uh, interacting on that page yet. want to finish up a couple uh, quotes here to think, or, or scriptures to think, give us more to think about about this Kanye West situation. Let's all examine ourselves to see if we are in the faith. 2 Corinthians 13.5. 2 Peter 1.10, let us make our calling and election sure. And if we find ourselves to be truly in him, as Hebrews 12.1 and 2 says, let us run our race with endurance, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. For David Fiorazzo, Crash Connell, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate your comments, your feedback. You can go to our Facebook page. You can email comments at StandUpForTheTruth.com. Tomorrow, Julaine Appling is back with us from Wisconsin Family Council. We'll get an update from her. And Friday, I believe Elijah Abraham will be with us. So God bless you. Stay in the Word. And keep speaking the truth about things that matter.